0: you fix it up you do it yourself he can turn your little shack into a first class castle save you time and money and a great big hassle hey folks it's just that easy you mix it up you fix it up you sand it down you paint it brown you measure twice you cut it once it's just that easy Hey, and a very good morning to you all, folks. Welcome to my Shell Buzzy Ask Shell Show, the home improvement show, and a very happy Canada Day weekend to all my listeners and uh, those that are out on the highways and the byways on your way to that uh, relaxing spot, maybe by the the lake, maybe fishing, maybe just uh, sitting back, throwing your legs up on a hassock and... uh, Listening to the AskShell.com show. You bet. And folks, uh, when you have a question on your home, this is the program that you can get the answers. And all you have to do is grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, and write down the phone number. Because the phone number is uh, pretty easy to remember. And the reason why is easy to remember, because the last four digits are the radio FM station, the pulse here in the Fraser Valley. So here's a number. If you've got a a question, the number to call, 778-574-1077. I'll give you that again, 778-574-1077. And with me today, as usual, the guy that knows it all when it comes to electronics and uh, handling the phones and handling the uh, uh, questions, uh, in and around our office. Uh, boy, I tell you, a quick learner, too, because he, uh, he's an easy man to teach. And his name is Morgan. Good morning, Morgan. Good morning, Shell. Happy Canada Day weekend to hey, you. Thank you. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, this uh, kicking back as well. And the weather, I wish it uh, could have maybe shown a little more sunshine up there. But, hey, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Folks, have uh, the feeling of uh, trust in the weather. Because you know it's going to happen. Morgan, when you um, have phone numbers and uh, you've got many other ways that you can get in touch with us here at the show during the week, how uh, be you uh, tell the folks uh, how to go about it?
1: Right. Well, you mentioned the 778 574 1077 to call in today. Well, listeners can also send in a text through that same number if they've got the WhatsApp app on their smartphone. It's very simple to do, just like a regular text message. You could also send us in some pictures. And, Shell, like you always say, pictures are worth a thousand words.
0: They sure are. They
1: make your job easier to answer the question as well. So, uh, during the week, we are at the House Smart office. You can give us a call at 604 542 2236. That's 604 542 2236. And we've got a number of certified home service providers that can help you with basically any need you have around your home.
0: And those certified uh, service uh, providers are uh, cleared through a criteria program, folks, that I personally uh, created uh, many, many years ago, back when we first started into uh, radio, which now is... uh, Oh, golly, it's going back uh, 35 years. And uh, 35 years, you get to know a lot about the industry as far as service industry. And you also get to know how to clear the, uh, the track so they can get out there and get the job done for you. So, folks, uh, don't overlook uh, the, uh, the help that we provide through the AskShell.com. And that is the website. You can go there. You can spend hours, days, weeks, months on my website, and all because Morgan does such a great job. How many uh, uh, YouTubes have we got up there now on projects in and around the home?
1: Oh, we've got to be getting close to about 400 videos on YouTube, but we've passed the 3 million view mark, so a lot of people have watched those about 400 videos.
0: Wow. Well, there you go, folks. So the information on the how to, the what to, the where to, the why to, the when to, the who to is up there on uh, the Internet, and this whole show... The AskShell.com show is brought to you by Rona Chawasin on Canoe Passway right behind the Chawasin Mills Mall and owned and operated by Mac Foster Building Materials of Chawasin. And uh, Mac Foster, I've known Mac for many, many years and his family, two sons he has, one operating his store in Richmond, and that is a Mac Foster Building Materials store, as well as uh, James in the uh, Twasen uh, store, the brand spanking new store right in behind, as I mentioned, the Twasen Mills Mall. And they've got full service there, folks. Drive into the warehouse, load her up, and head her on home to get the job done. And I know there's going to be a lot of that done uh, this uh, this weekend with the projects that uh, we've been talking about this past week on the telephone with the listeners of this program on the weekends and also those who read the... uh, very helpful question and answer uh, uh, column that is in the Optimist newspaper in the Chawas Ladner uh, area. Every other week, I have a column in there. We call it the Q&A. And, uh, Morgan, you have a lot to do with that.
1: Absolutely, yes. It's in every second week in the Optimist. And
0: uh, we have a question, and you provide the answer. And you put it up there uh, into the hard copy. We send the hard copy off to the optimist, and it's in the optimist newspaper. We get a lot of response from that, uh, that ad, especially people that, uh, well, we call it an ad. There's a small advertisement at the bottom of it. But the Q&A, taking that question and putting it into an answer is, uh, first of all, a lot of fun. And secondly, it helps a lot of people.
1: Yes, it's not... I wouldn't consider it an ad. There is an ad there, but it's more of an information
0: piece. Information and education. That's what it's all about. And, uh, folks, that's what this show is all about. AskShell.com. And, incidentally, we have a club that people can join. Absolutely. And it's no cost to join. And also, we do not... And I stress, folks, we do not share in email addresses. So... You won't get any junk mail from us. You get the how-to, the what-to, the where-to, the why-to, the when-to, the who-to, but no junk mail. So how do they go about joining that?
1: Well, they just have to go to askshell.com, click on the Ask Shell a question or register, and they will register, give their information, email address, and then they will be sent an email to confirm that they're an actual person because there's too many cyber bots out there trying to fake being a real person, and then they can go back to Ask Shell any time of the day, log in and ask you a question. Uh, it can happen over the weekend. You, you don't answer them all right away, but you do answer them eventually, and all by voice message usually, so they know that it's actually coming from you.
0: That's right, and that's one of the things that I really enjoy doing, that uh, when you open the answer email back from my office, folks, you hear Good morning, whatever your name might be. Good morning, John or Jill or whatever. And uh, here's the answer to your email. And it's uh, get a lot of compliments back saying, gosh, it's so nice to hear your voice. And nice to be back on the, uh, the radio. Very complimentary. So today we have decided, uh, Morgan and I, yesterday we decided, well, we will get some calls. But those calls, surprise, surprise we'll very likely come through to the office so we can answer them via the email route or we'll phone them back, and that's what I do. I enjoy phoning people back. In fact, I had one the other day, Morgan. I don't think I even told you about this one. But it really does get frustrating at times when you try to connect with some people that will call you, but they don't want to leave their phone number Right, And when they call, uh, in some cases, we've given them uh, my cell number, which incidentally, folks, is 604-290-8525. But for goodness sakes, when you call, don't have an unlisted number because it doesn't come up on my phone. And uh, if you don't leave the number in your message, I can't get back to you. Mm -hmm. So this past week, I had an item to drop off for a homeowner. And this was a suite owner in strata, which happens to be in the same complex that we live in. And I couldn't get in touch with them. They were that close, but I could not get in touch with them. I knew their suite number. And uh, I knew everything but their phone number. I didn't have their name. So, and I could stand by the front door and get into the foyer. But you can't do anything once you're in the foyer because you can't get up in the elevator because you gotta have the fob to get up on the elevator. You can't leave a message, because I didn't have the, uh, uh, the number, the phone number. So here I am still, I've got this book in my vehicle to pass on to a neighbor that I could throw a stone to their unit. So if you're listening this morning, and you'll know who you are, please give me a call, and leave your name and your phone number. And it was all about uh, caulking and mold and mildew in and around a bathtub. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. And I know exactly the answer. In fact, I got a book on it to leave for them that they can read the information as well. So today we decided that we're going to give you a whole bunch of tips. And we're going to give you a whole bunch of uh, email. Or at least we'll see how difficult they are because uh, Morgan comes equipped with the emails. And incidentally, these emails have all been answered. So uh, when I answer the emails, they go into a, uh, a file, and then Morgan will select out of that file what he feels would be great uh, to have on the program because uh, there's a number of people that uh, are not fussy about even phoning and being on the radio because we're dealing with a whole new uh, group of, uh, of new owners out there, that first-time uh, homeowners, for example, And uh, they are more inclined to text or email. Right. And uh, when that, or WhatsApp, that that sort of uh, communication. So, anyway, folks, we're getting around those concerns by bringing in emails and also tips that are being requested from time to time. So, Morgan, you're doing such a heck of a job. Why don't you start out by? Saying, what are we going to deal with first? We're we going to deal with emails or we're we going to deal with tips?
1: We are going to deal with emails. We'll get to the tips in a little bit. Those are taken from your Shell Buzzy's tip of the day at Ash And we put up a tip of the day each weekday with a little short video to go with it. So uh, go to Ash and check that out. Our first email today comes from Nancy in North Delta. I have a brick house with a foundation of blocks that are 16 inches in length. About 12 inches are above ground and need to be recoated with a new coat of a masonry product. Is there a coating that I can get, get which will bond
0: well? Many thanks. Well, first of all, uh, Nancy, the, uh, the coating has to go over top of concrete. It could be a uh, concrete block. It could be a concrete full foundation. It could be even a plywood uh, uh, foundation. The most concerning thing is that when you see uh, what you're making reference to, it looks kind of ugly. In a lot of cases, sometimes you'll even see some of the uh, foundation coating, which is a kind of a black uh, substance that's been applied to the surface uh, to waterproof it. But getting something to apply to that surface and it stick and be serviceable for you uh, is well known as a product called uh, elastomeric coating. And elastomeric coating, uh, pretty well all major paint companies produce one now, and, but it is a special type of production. And when I say a special type of production, it is a different mixing process that they go through at the paint manufacturer or the coating manufacturer. And that being elastomeric, it will have a, a sand... Uh, uh, residual within the product. And it will breathe. So therefore, if you apply it over top of concrete block or, or even plywood, uh, uh, treated plywood, uh, it will breathe. So you're not going to run into problem with moisture building up in behind it. And as I say, it's a uh, generic term is elastomeric. So spell it this phonetically, elastomeric. And, uh, into your local, uh, well, like a Cloverdale paint store, Uh, pretty well any one of your paint, uh, consolidated coatings, that type of uh, uh, store, they will make the product available. Or uh, you may even decide to uh, pop into, uh, hey, Shell Buzzy's Toolbox, uh, which is the thrift store for the Surrey Hospice Society in Cloverdale, and they have uh, a number of uh, mistints, which, incidentally, mistints are not... uh, bad colors at all in fact they're quite good colors and uh, they have from time to time a to merit there and you can buy very reasonable apply it with a brush after you clean it clean it first rinse it well make sure it's dry and then pick a morning to do it don't do it in the bright sunshine and apply it with a brush or a roller and uh, it's just that easy so uh, hey go for it and uh You'll be happy that you did, and it will stick. So there you have our first uh, inquiry taken care of by email on the askshell.com show this morning. We're going to take a break uh, to uh, pay some bills here, and you will have us back here momentarily on 107.7 Pulse Radio, your 90s 2K and throwback the stations. And I tell you, we will go back and have... uh, Drink your water, and we'll be right back. Don't go away. And welcome back, folks. Shell Buzzy, the Ask show you're listening to. It's a home improvement show. Anything that you have question-wise, I've got the answers to the concerns and certainly get you on with the job. And this show is all brought to you by Rona. That's Rona in Chawasen on Canoe Passway, right in behind the Chawasen Mills Mall. And uh, hey, I'll tell you, Mac Foster Building Materials of Chawasen. It's uh, you know we, we quite often we say that Chawasen uh, and we say Chawasen and the, the terminology. So if I'm mixing it up a little bit, I like to do it because some say Towasan, some say Chawasen, some people say Chawasin. So and, and most I know people the prop- and
1: most people can't spell it. That's right. <laughs> that
0: is right. because it's not in the spell check, that's for sure. But uh, you know when you hear Swassen that is the proper uh, pronunciation. So anyway, folks, this show is for you and we're going to continue on here. Are we with emails? Absolutely
1: we are, show. But they can call. Uh, again, the, yeah, yes, you can call us at 778-574-1077. Or you can send us a text through the WhatsApp app on your smartphone. Uh, This email from Joyce in Ladner. How can I remove linoleum from a concrete floor? We are planning on covering it in ceramic tile.
0: Well, Joyce, you picked a real good question because it's not an unusual one. We get it a lot. And I simply say, why spend your sweat equity removing something That is great to be there in the first place, even though you're going down with ceramic tile. Yes. Now, unless there is a bubble or a delamination in the vinyl flooring, you're calling it linoleum, but I'll put uh, my half donut on it today today that uh, it's a, a vinyl floor. But vinyl flooring over top of concrete, if it's well adhered, leave it there because it acts as a non-fracture membrane. And non-fracture membranes are very helpful in the event, if there ever was a crack show up, or maybe there is a crack already underneath the, uh, the vinyl flooring that you can't see. And that being the case, that's why it's called non-fracture membrane, because you can put set your tiles right on top of the, Uh, the vinyl. So that is number one. You can do that. Number two, if it is of the older type of vinyl flooring or linoleum, and it's got a very deep embossed uh, surface as far as pattern, then wash the floor, rinse the floor, apply what's called a thin set filler, floor leveling filler, over top, and the actual float that you're using or the trowel that you're using will level it with the highest point of the flooring. Very simple to do. And that now becomes your surface to set your tiles on. And that is in the event that you're going to do the tiles the next day. okay? Because you do want the floor leveling compound to cure. And you can buy it pre-mixed or you can buy the powder and mix it yourself. I always like to uh, uh, give it to those who are not necessarily that well uh, informed on how to apply or trowel down uh, leveling compounds to buy the premix. That way the consistency and the continuity of the product is what you want to work with. Okay, so really apply it over top if it's required, but otherwise don't even think about taking the flooring up. Leave it there and put... Your tiles run on top, and it's called setting the ceramic tile. And uh, you can rent, for example, a tile cutter, uh, possibly at the same location that you have bought your tiles, or if you are buying your tiles, ask if they do have the service of uh, rental of the cutter. And that's a uh, motorized cutter, which really cuts through ceramic tile just like a butter, knife through butter. So there you have it, Joyce. Egg easy. We make it easy. And as I always say, it is just that easy. What's who's up next?
1: Next up, Shell, we've got a question from Kathy and Tawassin. Any different tips for painting cedar siding? We have had our current paint
0: on for about 10 years now. Well, Kathy and Sawasin, we're going to deal with that particular one. First of all, starting with the cedar siding must be clean. And cedar siding and both most cases has got a kind of rough textured face and a rough textured face really works great. And I'll tell you why it hangs on to the paint and giving that surface, uh, texture and applying paint makes it a lot easier than having a very smooth finish that you are going to repaint. So I'm going to uh, deal with the fact that, uh, uh your 10 year, will very likely be a textured re face, okay? I will make reference during the answer what you do differently if it is a smooth face. But uh, tips on painting cedar siding, one, always make sure that you have a clean surface. Your outside and your insuosin, make sure that any of that saline in the air is uh, washed off because that salt... Uh, that's in the air and becomes part of the residual um, uh, surface, uh, um, I guess called the dirt that's on the surface. It could be a little sandy feeling. It could be a little alkaline. It could be a little salty. All these things don't really act as a good surface to apply paint to. So wash it down. Uh, using, you can use my Shell Buzzy Home Cleaning Formula, for example. That's the powder you mix up. As long as you're using a surface wash that's not going to leave any residual on the surface of soap, okay? You don't want any soap on there. Okay, so wash it, rinse it. Don't do it in the sunshine. Please don't do it in the sunshine. Do it in the morning hours or do it in the evening hours. Let it dry overnight, and when you paint, you're going to paint during the morning hours when the siding is cool. That's the best time to apply the paint. Now, once you've washed it, rinsed it, and that's now the next morning, if you have any cracks in the uh, uh, siding, and cedar is prone to having some end cracking, and those uh, end cracks, obviously, uh, you want to fill them, and most people will go in and buy a plastic wood filler Wrong. You don't want plastic wood filler, folks. You want to use an acrylic filler. Now, an acrylic filler, apply through that of a tube and put it into a caulking gun. If that siding is cracked right through, then you want to put a backing rod in there first. And what a backing rod is, is foam foam. And it's a foam doweling. You can buy it anywhere from about a quarter of an inch uh, diameter right up to about two inch diameter. Now, you'll normally buy something in the area of, oh, maybe half inch. And you can cut it in half with a pair of scissors. Just cut it up along uh, the length of the, uh, the foam. And you tuck it back into the crevice of the crack followed by white wood glue something like Wellbond or DuraFast, DuraGlue, all these different acrylic uh, uh, glues that are available through your building supply store or hardware store, and they are a like a carpenter wood glue dries clear. But you put that in on top of the foam, and that will set and hold the foam in place. Now your backing rod is in place. Follow that with the acrylic latex caulking, Smooth it off with a dampened finger. If there's any texture on the wood, like the texture I was speaking of in the beginning, then you can use a dry paintbrush and texture it or give it some graining to match. And now you're ready to prime and paint. Or you may be using a solid color stain. And if you're using a solid color stain, it will be an acrylic latex that you'll be uh, using very likely, and that's what I would be recommending, an acrylic latex, solid color stain, or an acrylic latex exterior paint. And if there's a primer, I always like to use a primer. Have the primer tinted uh, to the color that you're going to be applying as the finished coat. Now, having said that, and I did say about the smooth surface, the only thing that's different on the smooth surface that you'll want to do is you must prime, you must prime before you even solid color stain. And you can use a solid color stain, uh, possibly a mist tint that you can get lighter at your local paint store, and use that as a primer. But again, never apply it in the sun or the heat of the sun, or midday. Morning, early, or in the evening, and I choose early morning as being the best. Good, better, best way we're about the rest day. Eh? Always do the best thing, and that's in the morning. And there you go. And you'll have paint that will last certainly another 10 years, whatever color it happens to be. And if you are painting uh, upper or lower areas that may be stucco, then you can use either the last Elastomeric or you can give us a call to our office, and we can give you the phone number of Chick Liquid Vinyl, and David will come out and uh, give you a quote on doing your entire wood siding and stucco with the chick liquid vinyl and it is a product that is final so that give us a call at 604-542-2236 it's just that easy folks so good luck on that project uh kathy and uh hey we'll go on with uh maybe a, a tip before we get
1: uh, yes we're coming up on a break so let's get a tip in here shell um these are on AskShell.com under Shell Buzzy's Tip of the Day. They're all listed there. They've got a little uh, minute to two-minute video accompanying them. So Shell, will uh, let the people know how to fix a squeaking chair.
0: Oh, yes. Uh, now, this particular uh, uh, product that I'm going to make reference here is pretty easy to find. The problem is people use it wrong, and uh, and there's nothing on the label. And what that is, folks, if you've got a wooden chair with wooden dowel legs into the bottom of the chair seat. Then you can buy products like chair lock. That's one of them. Uh, there's many, uh, many products of that nature available and they normally have the term lock after it. So like chair lock, joint lock, and, uh, even uh, joint freeze, that type of thing. And there's a company uh, in Vancouver called Mohawk Finishing, Mohawk Finishing. And, uh, Look them up, Google them, and they have all these different uh, uh, locking uh, uh, adhesives that are used for this type of thing, squeaky chairs. But one of the things I want to make you aware of, when you follow the instructions and using whatever product that you buy, make sure that when you apply it, then put enough weight on the chair that's going to supersede that of your weight, Because otherwise, when you go down on the chair, you're going to put stress on the legs and you could break the bond. So either uh, sit on the chair for at least uh, a couple of hours afterwards, or have a nap, put your feet up and have a nap. And that way, you won't have the fault, default in the product that you're using. It's just that easy. There you go. We are going to take another break here, folks, from the AskShell.com show. I'm Shell Buzzy. Every Saturday morning right here on 107.7 Pulse Radio FM, servicing the Fraser Valley and all down through the Delta and Surrey. We'll take this break, and we will be back right after this. It's uh, show showtime. And we're halfway through the show today. And, uh, hey, all kinds of tips and all kinds of emails to get those jobs of yours that you're thinking of, planning, possibly involved already like I am at uh, a couple of projects that i got on the go at the daughter's place. And, you know, work is never finished. It just seems to go and go and go. But, you know, it is a lot of fun because when you can... Uh, collect yourself and uh, decide to do a job yourself and you don't know where to go with yourself, then this is why you're listening right now to the AskShell.com show here on 107.7 Pulse Radio. And uh, we say it's uh, radio your 90s and your 2K radio station. Hey, I can go back before the 2K a long ways with my own experiences, but having the opportunity to make it available for you here on 107.7 is a lot of fun. And it's all brought to you by Runa Towason. And I say Tawasin, you say Sawasin on Canoe Passway behind the Sawasin Mills Mall, owned and operated by Mac Foster Building Materials of uh, Sawasin. And incidentally, folks, If you've had difficulty, I know a lot of retailers throughout the greater Vancouver are out of uh, ACs, air conditioners, you know, the portable air conditioners. Well, I can tell you right now that Mac Foster Building Materials, that's the Rona store in Swanson and also in Richmond, have got, when they buy, they buy, and they've got oodles of them. And they've got 10,000, they got 12,000, and they got 14,000 BT unit, British thermal units. That's the measurement. So the larger the number, the more output of nice, fresh, cool air. So give them a call or drop by. Put one in the trunk and keep yourself uh, cool with a portable roll-around air conditioning. And, uh, yeah, today's, well, a little bit different than what we have been having, but... um, Hey, it's not bad. It's not bad. and It's uh, had to get a lot cooler than this before I'd complain. It's dry. It's nice and dry. Yeah. Nice and dry. That's for sure. Well, Morgan, where are we
1: going from here? Let's uh, continue with the tip, Shell.
0: So, and uh, uh, we better give that phone number out again, too. You, we might just get a phone call.
1: Oh, yes, absolutely. Give us a shout at 778-574-1077. Or you can also send us a text through the WhatsApp app. Uh, Ash Shell tip of the day. Removing oil from concrete.
0: Oh, yes, yes. Well, you know, removing oil from concrete, many, many uh, uh, times I've been out on uh, projects uh, like doing home shows and doing uh, uh, visitations to building supply stores. And I'm quite often asked, uh, Shell, what is the most asked home improvement question that you get uh, at your visitations? And I can assure you right now, folks, Removing oil from concrete is one of those. And uh, removing oil from concrete, keep in mind that there is a product that is available that you can buy that will remove oil from concrete. Now, which one do you buy? Which one uh, is stocked by the retailer that you happen to see if they stock? What you want to ask for, and this is a special word that you want to ask for surfactant. If you can remember that, surfactant, spell it the way that phonetically. Surfactant. Now, what a surfactant is, when the surfactant is mixed or placed on the oil, on the concrete, it goes down into the oil in the concrete and it perks it out like it draws it out like a poultice. But if you can't find a product that has a surfactant, then you can do your own thing by using the Shell Buzzy Home Cleaning Formula. Yeah. And that's been around for years. And we happen to have that, I believe, on the uh, YouTube. And it's on the tip of the day on the shell.com. There you go, folks. And that is a video showing you how to go about it. And what you do, you mix the heavy-duty of the cleaning formula... Or you can use a surfactant. I'm not uh, bidding out. There's no surfactant in the Shell Buzzy Home Cleaning Formula. But the way I explain it to you, the way you use the powdered uh, cleaning formula, hack, and it actually acts as a surfactant. So you mix it up to heavy duty. Pick a dull day like today or in the morning or in the evening hours. Do not, again, do anything with a moisturized product, water, moisturized, uh, solvent oil or a sort of solvent type of mix. Never use it in the bright sunshine because it's going to evaporate very quickly. So do it in the morning is my choice, or at least my, I select uh, when I'm going to do it, and I normally pick a morning. But mix up the heavy-duty. Uh, get an old uh, bath towel and uh, a, a green garbage bag, one of the large green garbage bags. Okay, and you take that... Uh, uh, material that you've got mixed up now. And you dampen the surface, first of all, with water, where the oil is. Then you take the mixture that you've mixed up with the cleaning formula, and you pour about a quart out on the job, out on the surface where the job is going to be completed. And then you take the towel. And some people wear rubber gloves, some some don't. But, you know, if you're a... Uh, um, more inclined to get into something of drying of your hands and you have dry hands to begin with, wear wear rubber gloves, okay? And then take that towel that's soaking wet, lay over top, lay over top of that uh, uh, moisted area that you have applied or dumped out the surface cleaner of the cleaning formula. So you lay the dampened towel on top, and then put the green garbage bag over top of that. And you leave it overnight. The green garbage bag stops the water from evaporating and the mixture of the cleaning formula. The cleaning formula goes down now because of the detergent aspect of it. will go down into the concrete. And you know what happens to oil and water. The oil will come to the top. When it comes up to the top, the towel's there to, to collect it. And the plastic... Green garbage bag is there to stop anything from curing. So there you have, in the morning, a surface once pulled back the, pl- the the plastic garbage bag and take the old tile away and hose it down. Your oil is gone. It's just that easy. So trying to wipe it off with a cleaning formula just off the surface of the concrete, uh-uh. It's not going to work. you got to get down into the concrete and get that oil to come up out of the concrete. And if you can buy an oil remover at your building supply store, surfactant in it, then you're way to the races, okay? It's just that easy. There you have and this uh, also, you indicated, is up on our tips. Absolutely,
1: and there is a video of you doing uh, the poultice action, removing it from concrete and a lot of people have uh, oil stains on their concrete shell. And, uh, another tip of the day. How
0: uh, many tips have we got up there?
1: I think we're up about 25 right now. Wow. We're putting one up a day for about the last three weeks. So. Well, there you
0: go, folks. So we've added not only to uh, email and email answers, but tips and tips how to go about doing some of those simple things in and around the home that uh, mean a lot. And uh, maintenance is something that, hey, means a lot. How about this one? Removing hairspray from a mirror. Oh, gosh. that That is a very common question as well. And uh, I, I know that uh, hairspray now is used by both uh, uh, ladies and uh, gentlemen. And uh, when you are spraying it, it goes all over the place. It could be on the doors. It could be on the bathtubs. It could be on the mirrors. It could be on the painted walls. It could be on the countertop. It could be in the in the basin in the bathroom. Anywhere you spray it, because it's not so much you spray it right on your hair. You spray it, and uh, I see uh, my wife putting it on, and my guys, it's all over the place. Mm-hmm. And uh, But the way you take it off is very simple. I know some people have phoned and said, Shell, I've used, uh, um, oh gosh, I've used Javex, I've used uh, uh, paint thinners, I've used uh, um, uh, anything that has got uh, alcohol, like rubbing alcohol, I've used, well, they go on and on, Xylene, all these things. You don't need that. Think about it for a moment, folks. How do you get your hair clean, which has the hair spray in it? You answered it. I heard everybody out there say, shampoo. Well, that's the way you take off the spray as well. Use your shampoo. Shampoo. It's just that easy, folks. So mix a little bit of the shampoo up in a glass of water or in the basin and very simply take a, a cloth or a sponge, dip it in, and wash it off, and then rinse it well, and there you have it. It's just that easy. Answered your own question, didn't you? That's what it's all about here on the uh, AskShell.com show. Let's squeeze in
1: one more tip before yep. we head to break. Cooling your home with a summer fan.
0: Oh, good, clean and you're going to ask me to do that in how much time? <laughs> well, we can take a break now if you'd like. Yeah, and I the think you better take side. a break right now. Either that or you're going to be giving me the decades for going over a break because cooling your home is going to require just a little more uh, time than a half a minute. Folks, you're listening to the AskShell.com show. That's me. You betcha. You can give me a call right here, 778-574-1077. Or you can uh, sit back and relax, and I'll be back with more emails and more tips right after these messages. Don't go away. welcome back, folks. Shell Buzzy, the Ask a Shell.com show you're listening to here every Saturday morning from 8 a.m. through to 9 a.m. And it's all brought to you by Rona Sawasun on Canoe Passway, right in behind the Sawasun Mills Mall, and owned and operated by Mac Foster's Building Materials on Sawasun and his family, uh, both the store in Richmond and the new store in Sawasan. So, hey, don't forget, folks, those uh, stores are there to help you with all your home improvement needs, and they've got lots of uh, items in there, especially for the new homes that are being built in and around the area. And, uh, hey, it's just really a, a convenience store. Used to be right downtown in Swassum, but now out with uh, about a four times the size the store used to be and uh, four times more of the products that service that project that you are planning or doing at home. So drop in and say hi. Say you were talking to Shell Buzzy and Shell sent you. Okay, it's just that easy. Well, let's get back to those questions. And you were talking about keeping your home cool with a summer fan. But you're not talking about AC. No, I'm not talking about air conditioning. I'm talking about if you've
1: got a basement or a crawl space and you can utilize that cool air down there to keep your home cool.
0: Yeah. Well, a uh, summer fan on your furnace, folks, if you've got a forced air furnace system, that is the answer to giving you a nice, cool environment, especially if you've got a basement. Now it will work with a crawl space as well. The only concern I have with a crawl space versus a a full basement is the fact that a crawl space may be a little dustier. And if it is a little dustier and the furnace is down in the crawl space, uh, what you have to do in order to give the satisfaction of uh, bringing that cool air out of the uh, crawl space or out of the basement, then you must have uh, the dust either settled or cleaned up. Otherwise, you'll have it through the house. But leaving that all aside, I think that's enough said about that. You're going to make it nice and clean. First, take your uh, attic access in your home. That could be in a closet, could be in a hallway uh, of your home. And I I mean where you go up into the roof cavity. You take that attic access panel and you set it aside. You take a measurement and cut yourself a piece of plywood, maybe half-inch plywood, And in that uh, piece of half-inch plywood, you cut a hole that will uh, uh, service a furnace filter, the largest uh, furnace filter that will uh, not go over the size of the panel. So therefore, you're going to cut a hole in the plywood panel that's going to uh, uh, receive the uh, furnace filter and uh, you'll be able to glue it in place. And now you've got a panel with a filter, and that is open to the hall or the closet. Now, when you turn your furnace summer fan on, you're bringing cool air. You're not obviously turning the uh, furnace uh, uh, burner on. You're only moving air, and that air is coming from your return air in your hallways or where you may have one in a master bedroom. But you're going to go to your furnace and take the panel off the front of the furnace where your blower is located and where that is located. That will draw the air in and around where the furnace and where the furnace is located. If it's in the crawl space or down in the basement where it's nice and cool. Now you're going to draw that air directly into your furnace and it's going to be delivered up through your home, out your registers. That's where you're uh, now, uh, uh, getting your air during the winter in the form of warm air. But now you're going to take the air because there's no burner on you are just going to receive the air from the crawl space and or the basement. And it will bring air up from that area through the registers into the room. Your room's become positive, full of air now. And where does it relieve itself? Up through the panel that you have the filter in that will go up into the roof uh, cavity and out your roof soffits, out through your roof vents or out through your ridge vents, taking the hot air out of the roof cavity, taking the hot air out of your living cavity, and using the cool air in the cavity where your furnace is located to dispense of all of that and bring the temperature down. It's just that easy, folks, and uh, the reason why the filter... It's put in place to allow the air to pass through, but also to stop any bugs, flies, uh, wasps that could come down from the roof cavity down into your home. So you've protected yourself there as well. There you have it. It's just that easy.
1: Excellent. Let's keep the tips going. Um, remove a broken light bulb from a socket.
0: Oh, Greg, get, get this, get your potato. Get the potatoes <laughs> out, folks. Make,
1: making hash browns this morning? Yeah,
0: making hash browns. But before you uh, make the hash browns, uh, well, I better not go there because you don't want a piece of a glass in your hash browns. But anyway, what you do, folks, is make sure the power is off at the switch on the wall. And uh, also, you can shut it off at the main panel. And that's uh, at the diffuse panel or the breaker panel, either or. Just make sure that the power is off. And the reason why I suggest you do go to the breaker panel, just in case you're in doing something and someone comes in with a hand around the wall, turns the switch on. Okay, you don't want that to happen. Okay, so make sure the power is off. Make sure you're using a proper ladder, not a chair. Don't stand on the toilet bowl seat. It could be dangerous. Okay, but get yourself a proper stepping stool or ladder. And uh, where the bulb was broke off, You very simply take your potato, and uh, if it's one of the small potatoes, which it should be, shove it up into the nozzle, or uh, nozzle, up into the uh, cavity where the bulb was screwed in, that's the, the socket, and screw that base of the bulb out. It's just that easy. And put a new bulb in, and bingo, bango, there you have it. You've got a changed bulb. But we've actually had people phone wanting a home service, to have that done. Right. And to have that done, folks, it's it's not worthy of it, get your next-door neighbor or somebody like that to do it, but uh, otherwise you're looking at a service call that could be a lot more than the cost of a bulb, I can tell you that. Okay, you're listening to the AskShell.com show. We're going to take another break, and we'll be back with the... Clo- no, we're not, we're on our way out. Golly. Yeah, we've got two minutes left, Shell. Wow, so, me. There you go, folks. You see how fast this show goes? It just, uh, it goes so quick on Saturday morning and I just want to give you all the details again how you do get in touch with us, okay? Because during the week, you can get in touch with our office and the telephone number is 604-542-2236. You can email us by going very simply to the askshell.com show. Just go to askshell.com. And all the information is there, and there's many other ways. Absolutely. Um,
1: You can give us a call, 604-542-2236. Go to com. We've got a number of articles, not just tips of the day, but articles that you get in touch with uh, that get into roofing concerns, uh, plumbing concerns all around your home. There's hours of content on com and on YouTube. Uh, You can get a hold of us through Facebook. Just go, search for Shell Buzzy's House Smart Referral Network or on Twitter, at, ask, at Shell Buzzy. And on YouTube, search for Shell Buzzy. Follow us. Subscribe to our channel. Like we said, we are over 3 million views.
0: Wow. And also, don't overlook fact uh, the fact, folks, in the, uh, the beautiful village of Cloverdale, right across from the liquor store on 176th Street is the... Uh, Surrey Hospice Society's Shell Buzzie's Toolbox, a thrift store for tools, used tools, and used tools from lawnmowers to jackhammers. So folks, make a drop down to the store, to the toolbox, and you won't be surprised what you'll be able to pick up there and save, save, save and save uh, on all the tools that you may require for the gardening as well. Because garden tools, carpet tools, plumbing tools, electrical tools, all these tools are there for you. And please donate. Donate any tools that you may have. Folks, that's it for our show today, the AskShell.com show. Until next Saturday, you have a great uh, Canada Day weekend. Love you all. Bye-bye for now.